What's up? Hello. <laughs> Was that really cool of me? Like, yo, 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 what's up? Welcome to the broadcast. <laughs> what's going on? I am uh, Megan Nick. Oh, that's fine. That's not. Got it. Figured it out. <laughs> I think it's my first day all over again. What's going on? It's Megan Mick. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Megan underscore Mick. To my left, we have Allison. You can follow me at Allison J. McDonald on Twitter. And last but not least, uh, Kellyanne. And you can follow me at Hi Kells. Uh, the first thing, right before we went on, uh, on to record this podcast, we were talking about uh, some of the day's events. Mm-hmm. Big story that came out. Okay. Janet Jackson divorced from her husband, and it was rumored for a really long time, but I want to give some major props to Janet Jackson because I found this information out as I was reading about her divorce, which I don't want to say major props for getting a divorce because I don't know the full story, and it might have been a bad situation, so I feel bad about that. But but in this bad bitches prenuptial agreement, she would get... $500 million if she stayed with him for five years. She divorced him five years, three months. That bitch stayed for the five years she had to to get that damn money. So (laughs) props to her. Legit, she was worse. Like, everybody was like, well, she wouldn't be in it for the money. Like, she's got $175 million as her net worth. He's worth over a billion. Yeah, and now she's worth... Over five hundred million. So, I say good for you. She's fifty. Mm-hmm. Just Jenna, had a baby. Yeah, newborn. Wow. And has five hundred million dollars. Work, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you even do with that kind of money? Uh, I don't even. I couldn't even. I can't even wrap my head around it. What would you do with five hundred million dollars right now, Allison? Right now, I would. Pay off all my student debt. I want no debt. Right. So I'd get rid of all of my debt that I have, pay off my car payment, all that kind of stuff, and I would go travel. Ooh, good call. Kellyanne. I would probably do exactly the same thing. (laughs) Where would you travel to, though? My top places that I really want to go to, because I've thought about this a lot. Name the list. Um, Like if you won the lottery, but you don't actually play. (laughs) Um, I do scratch off sometimes. (laughs) Get like a dollar. Um... I really, really, my top place I want to go to is London and England. I Mm -hmm. really want to go there. And then I actually, I'm very fascinated by Germany, and I want to go to Germany. And my, I had a cousin who was in the Air Force who was stationed there, and he said it was, like, one of the most beautiful places that he's ever been to. Got it. Kellyanne, where would you travel to? Uh, 100% Australia is my number, like, I've wanted to go there since second grade, and Ireland. Ooh, Ireland's a good one. Yeah, what about you? I'm going to Europe. Yeah. Take me to the Europe's. Pretty the much Europe's. anywhere in Europe I want to go. <laughs> well, what would you do with that kind of money? Honestly, I'm trying to think. I feel like I would just buy a loft in Chicago and never leave the city. That sounds good. Because you can spend that money. You can sp- that's not boring. Because if you want to be in the city, like in downtown Chicago, you got to do everything that's down there. Oh, no. What am I going to do with my $500 million? <laughs> not leave my apartment? Oh, there's traffic? Oh, I'm going to take my helicopter. Oh, no. <laughs> Life is hard. I would get so bored. I would get a helicopter, though, and I would get, like, season tickets, like, glass seats would to the Red Wings. Would you just have, like, um, cool. mm-hmm. like, chicken from... 
Um, Chick-fil-A, yes. No, from the from the thing in, I forget the name of it, in Columbus. Oh, um, <laughs> Raising Canes. I could not think of the name of it. I couldn't even speak there for a minute. All of a sudden, I was like, would chicken you, nuggets, chicken tenders. <laughs> would you get the chicken uh, from Raising Canes just like flew into you? Every day. It's also my goal to be Flown on. Flown into you. Flew. flew. It's fine. I, it's my goal to be on my 600-pound life by the time I die. <laughs> So, so if I don't, if I don't do that every day, I've disappointed myself. We were talking about this earlier because this is clearly a thing that <laughs> Megan frequently talks about being on my six hundred pound life. And I said in ten years I'm going to be like at home, <laughs> watch, like just flipping through the channels, and then TLC is going to pop up, and it's going to be Megan like I made it, bitches, <laughs> I did it, yes, just yes. A, a blob on her couch, <laughs> I did it. This is Megan, a former. <laughs> Radio host who hasn't left her house in six months. Give me the gastric bypass. <laughs> that's not how it works. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. You can funnel food into your mouth. Have you guys ever seen that one? You can, no. Here's the thing: I love food too much so to miss gross. out on the chewed, chewing and tasting process. She has her boyfriend fun like take a funnel, like a beer bong, basically. Yeah. Tell me more. And puts. <laughs> The food into it. That's weird. And she just sucks it down like multiple times a day. That's disgusting. I'm 100% into that. Like, that's, <laughs> that's my disgusting. fantasy. That <laughs> makes me ill, dude. That is my fantasy. Like, tie me down to a bed and just fill me with food. Megan. <laughs> no. Yes. No. Don't put down my fantasies. I would never put down yours. That's like. You're probably into some weird bondage stuff, but I would never go. Allison. Well, bondage is a little <laughs> bit more acceptable than force feeding, funnel me. fooding. Than for you. Yeah. I'm 100% for it. All right. Y'all, when I die, just put me up like like a pig roast just and just start turning. <laughs> I'm appalled. Damn, I, am, I don't even know finest. what to say because that's so gross. Put like a good sweet and sour glaze on me, though. That's what I would want. <laughs> a glaze. Not like a sweet barbecue. <laughs> but like keep me close and decent. Okay. Like, don't don't put me nude on a stick. No. But that's how you get it all nice and crispy. <laughs> okay, then put, like, aluminum foil around my boobs and my nether regions. Okay. Just, like, aluminum foil bikini. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'll be in charge of that for your funeral. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got it. Have some red lipstick on there, too. Are you telling me that's not, like, what you would do for me? I would do anything for you. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> I've got it recorded. I would do anything for love, but, but I won't, I won't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can leave it to her because I'm not going to do that. You're not even going to show up to my funeral, Kellyanne. I'm going to be like, I'm busy. It's not- <laughs> I, I would not be shocked if you're like, I got a nap. Work that night. <laughs> I got a nap. <laughs> got a massage to go to. Oh, you know what? Uh, hard pass. <laughs> That's really all I expect. <laughs> She died? That's sad. Mm, moving on. Once they're gone, they're gone. Oh, my God. Whoa. Life goes kidding. on. You know I'd be there. I'd be, like, on the ground, crying. If you case you were wondering, <laughs> that was my... No, you wouldn't. Yeah. Face. <laughs> You'd be respectful, but you wouldn't be like, this is the end of the world. I would be very upset. So no, you shut wouldn't. Up. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. You are... You, oh... I'll get oh, into this. Oh, girl. Hit me with the tears. Oh. Megan, if you died, I'd be so upset. Who's going to burp all the time and tell me all <laughs> these bad jokes and never leave me alone? 
You're going to be like, thank God she's not going to be in my office all the time. Give me some space. That is not what's going to happen. Pray to Jesus that you make it into heaven, but we all know that's not happening. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> Keep knocking at those pearly gates, Megan. They're not going to open. You don't think that's the case? I think you're going to heaven. <laughs> that's very nice of you. All of my Catholic teachings would tell me that I'm not. <laughs> it's fine. I've learned from many a priest that that is not happening. Um, no, you know what else has happened this week? We started off with Jen Jackson. 13 Reasons Why. We all finished it. We did. Mm-hmm. I have a list here of the things that are different from the book to the movie. Or, I keep saying movie. The Netflix series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to hear what you guys thought about it. Killian, what did you think about the whole show as a whole? Uh, it was very emotional for me. I, like, there were multiple episodes, especially the ones that um, kind of had, what did you, like, um, like a warning to... <sighs> those warnings. Those viewer discretion advised. Yeah. It just kind of... Those ones were more intense. So, um, like the bathroom scene with her, um, I even texted uh, Allison and I was like, oh my God, I'm literally sitting here. I was hysterically like screaming and crying. And it was because it was so overwhelming and so real that like I hurt for her, like my body hurt for her. Right. It mm-hmm. was really, I've never ever had that kind of like sit- situation happen to me before watching something like that. But, like, I made, I forced myself to watch it because I felt like I needed to. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. And, but it was really educational. And I think it's something, I mean, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's watching it. I think that it's uh, provoking a lot of talk about something that's never talked about. Right. right. So I think that's really important. Allison? I agree. I think it was very well done. Um, I've read the book and I think there was differences, but I thought, you know, it's been a while since I read the book, so it was kind of, like, refreshing to watch the show and see how they did some things differently. Right. But um, it bothered me as well because I'm a true-to-the-book kind of person, mm-hmm. which is why I really liked, <laughs> you can laugh, Hunger Games and Harry Potter, I thought, stuck very close to the book. Yes. And I appreciated that as an avid reader. Mm-hmm. So when I have a series like this where they give you 13 hours, like you can follow the book. They've given you an hour per chapter you can follow this. Right. And you choose not to was kind of like a, yeah. why? <laughs> I thought it was very, and I know they're setting it up for a second season, but I thought this was a project that doesn't need to have a second season. I thought they should have just I, ended it. I like, completely agree. Like the book um, ends it and they shouldn't have dragged it on because um, then it just gets to the point where you're not doing the story justice. You're just, it. it's obvious that you're doing it for more money and publicity and that kind of thing. So right. I thought they should have just ended it um, instead of kind of leaving that last episode so open. Right. So spoiler alert, we're going to go over some of the stuff that's different from the books to the to the show. The first one that really, really did bother me is in the books, Clay listens to all the tapes in the night. Yeah. It's not this drawn-out process. Okay. So it's not this, like, two-week endeavor. It's he sits through one night and he does it all. Mm-hmm. So one thing in – I didn't read the book, so I can't comment on the book. And But I was actually super annoyed with the fact that he just wasn't listening to the tapes. It's super annoying because he can't put them down. He keeps getting interrupted throughout the night, like, with stuff to stop him from listening to the tapes. And he's, like, trying to get back to the tapes the whole time. So in the show, when he was like, I can't do it, I'm like, no. No. Right. Stop it. Uh, number two is Clay doesn't figure out Tony is following him right away. Mm-hmm. That took a while throughout the night. He kept running into Tony, but he didn't realize it was because Tony was following him. 
Uh, three, is social media doesn't factor in a hand is bling. I thought that was kind of fair, though. The book came out in 2007. Yeah. Facebook and Twitter were around, but they're not as big as they are today, especially oh, yeah. for the, that young of kids. So I, I got pulling that into it. I wasn't really mad at that one. Uh, Clay does not have hallucinations about Hannah in the book, though. So when she's, like, bleeding on the um, basketball floor and stuff. Really? Yeah, that stuff doesn't happen to him. So I thought that was really interesting because um, you can tell, I mean, in the, in the show it talks about Clay having issues and having to go see a therapist and um, taking his medicine and this and that and the other thing. And I know a side of <laughs> that sometimes you have those hallucinations as a side effect. And so I, was, I attribute it to that, but that's interesting that it wasn't in the book. Yeah. Um, uh, high school students are tamer, so parties, there were those in the books and stuff, but it just wasn't as intense as it was on the show. They made it very, like, vivid. Um, Clay injures himself in his, another way. He doesn't have the cut on his head. It's still the bike accident, but he cuts his hand really severely. Mm-hmm. And he has, like, a hand bandage the whole time. Um, Courtney Crimson is still the worst, but in a different way. I love it. This is my favorite title of all. Courtney Christmas is still the worst, but not in that way. Um, Courtney has a reputation in the book as a straight-laced nice girl at school, um, and she does sleep over at Hannah's house, but they weren't kissing or anything. They were giving each other back massages, and she's the one that starts the rumor that Hannah is gay in the book. She's not actually gay. So in the show, they made the character gay. Gotcha. And, like, interested in Hannah, and who regrets it. But in the book, she's straight, but is trying to get Hannah to be the school slut. In the book, uh, Courtney's parents, are they also gay? I don't the think they really mentioned them. Okay. Honestly, Clay's parents are not mentioned much in the book, and they're a huge part of the television oh, wow. show. Yeah. Hannah's parents really aren't featured much in the book, and they were in every episode or mm-hmm. close to. Uh, the order of the tapes is different, and that bothered the hell out of me, especially when it came to the end of the the television series. Clay, uh, in the show, Clay is the 11th person, and uh, he chooses to skip 12, which is Bryce. Uh, But in the book, Clay is ninth on the list, and he mails him off to 10. So he doesn't know what happens to him. Who's 10? It it doesn't say. Oh. Oh, yeah, it does. Hold on. I can't remember, because he listened through all of them, Mm -hmm. because I knew about the counselor. All I can remember. My friend had finished the show and she was like, So, do you know what happens? I was like, I read the book. I remember the counselors involved, but I can't tell you how. Right. <laughs> like, right. Like, I remember the counselor being like the, the character that probably pissed me off the most. See, that mm-hmm. totally took me by surprise. Like, I was just, I had no idea. When I first but I saw him, I was like, You jerk. But I did have a feeling that there was going to be more to it because they kept asking him, like, You never met with her. So, you never met with her. Right. And there's no. And, he was like, no, only one time, one time only. So he just, I just, there was a fishiness to it. Yeah, and the other classmates don't conspire to keep Clay from listening to the tapes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not a thing. You know how they're all like, what is he going to do? That's not a thing. They all just assume that because everything is so horrible, you'll pass him along. Right. Right. Which, to be fair, I think that was almost better in the show's interest because this kid has nothing to lose by releasing the tapes. So right. it kind of made more sense to... Try to conspire against him. Um, Clay never confronts Bryce or records uh, his confession. There isn't a lawsuit from Hannah's parents in the book. They just want answers. Um, their lawsuit against the school doesn't exist. The only time they come up is when someone mentions that they 
they've closed their shoe store because they had a shoe store in the book, not mm-hmm. a pharmacy. And uh, yeah, Clay's parents really aren't in it. And then Her- Hannah's suicide is done differently as well. Yeah, oh, I wow. was surprised that they changed that. They changed that. I think they did it to be more graphic and make more of an impact. Yeah, because her suicide in the book was through pills. Gotcha. And I think having a vivid image of a girl with bleeding wrists. Yeah, is I, a lot more in of a bad Oh, job. it definitely is because, like I said, I, the my response was insane. I and I was even talking to my guy friend about it, and I and he was like, "I seriously bawled." And I'm like, yeah, because it makes you feel something that you don't normally feel. Um, Clay and Hannah aren't as close as they were in the show in the book. She says that she wishes they were closer and she had an interest in him and she knew that he had an interest in her. But they weren't as close as they were in the show. But, I, I, again, I liked it better that they mm-hmm. were closer. Me too. Um, some of these are kind of dumb. Uh, Alex doesn't attempt suicide. Spoiler, if you watch the, the end of the show. Mm-hmm. It's it's so they could do a second season. Yeah, they set I it figured, up. So I figured that, they could that do was second Because I bet you a hundred dollars he doesn't succeed. Because they said he was in critical condition in the right. hospital. And when I say don't doesn't succeed, doesn't ex- succeed in ending his life. Right. Just well, so yeah, they, they can then follow him. Yeah, they can follow him. They can talk about the about Bryce going to jail, which I'm sure he will. All of that stuff. Um, this is, by the way, from Pop Sugar's 19 Big Differences Between the Book uh, and TV Show Versions of 13 Reason Why. Um, Tyler doesn't have a plan to shoot up the school. That part pissed me off. That part was way too much. I thought that was unneeded. They were like, let's make this a bad thing, too. Right. School shooting. I was like, that, okay, we've already covered a lot here. We don't need to throw school shootings into the mix. Right. That that was stupid. Again, season two. Okay, yeah. maybe I just didn't catch that. I thought he was getting the gun to kill himself. Right, but in the final episode, that's what they want you to believe. And then in the final episode, it shows his storage of guns, and they say that it wasn't him. It was Ty- or it was Alex. Right. That shot himself. The blonde kid with the cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just didn't know that the gun was to shoot up the school. I didn't know when they yeah, touched had, on that. He had a whole bucket of um, like ammo and guns and stuff, and then oh. his camera's on top of it for him to take to school. Oh, I didn't even didn't mm-hmm. even catch that. And then the book's ending. This is number 19, the last one on the list. After listening to Hand, uh, the book's ending is less complex. After listening to Hannah's tapes and wishing that he could have picked up on signs of what she was going to do earlier, but Clay reaches uh, out to an old friend, which is Skye, who's been showing signs of depression. This also happens in the show, but since there's likely going to be a second season, more storylines are left open. So Tyler's violent plans, Alex's attempted suicide, the Baker's lawsuit, Sherry turning herself in, and Bryce's rapes coming to light and more. So none of that stuff really happens in the book. Mm-hmm. But I okay, I liked it because it does set it up for a second season, but also, it also pisses me off because I feel like this project should have just been a one and done. Yep. I think the issue with um because it's on Netflix, they don't really do a lot of one and dones. Like it's always Making multiple a murder. seasons. No, I thought they were they came out with the second season. Did they? Yeah. I don't think so. Did I not oh, yeah. I totally thought they came out with the second season or something. I thought the show was done very well, though. I thought they did a good job. Being a murderer, too, popped up. Let's see. Season two likely coming in late 2017. What the hell? Stop it. One was fine. <laughs> One was enough. One was addicting, dude. Did you guys watch that? Yeah. No. What? I, I watched, like, a couple episodes, and then I stopped. How did you stop? Yeah, it was, like, came out. There was, like, three big TV shows that came around at that time that I was into, and... 
that was just the least one I was into, so I just never got into it. Kelly, yeah. I couldn't stop watching the um, interview, the uh, interrogation of the nephew. Right. That Those were the episodes where I was, like, locked in because I, I just felt so bad for the kid. You set this kid up. Yeah. You have set this kid up to be in jail for life, and he has clearly done nothing wrong. Stephen Avery, there's some evidence that they didn't include in that television show, which is interesting. He was clearly set up to be convicted. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he did it or not, but the cops clearly planted evidence to make him go to jail. Shut up, really? No, that was like the big thing. But they left out of the show, understandably so, some pretty key evidence that showed he was guilty, just not like firmly guilty yeah. of committing the crime. But the nephew, I feel so Brendan Dorsey for him. is innocent. That kid is oh I'm gonna love like it. Hurts jail my, soon, though. It, it hurts my heart. Maybe I'll check it out. It's a good show. I couldn't. But like I said, I really don't think they do very many one and done things on Netflix. I actually think you're right about that. I do think you're right about that. Um, okay. Alice and I were talking earlier, and she made herself out to be a horrible person. I'm about to call you out. Boom! That's our transition. You're welcome. I know you're so welcome. Uh, So we were talking earlier, right? And uh, we're just talking about like weird things that make you anxious or like uncomfortable. And we knew, Kellyanne, you were going to have a super long list. We expect this of you. You're going to be like, fur makes me uncomfortable. It's in scales. Also, air. Everything makes me uncomfortable. Lights make me uncomfortable. (laughs) That's Kellyanne's answer. But Allison kind of had the best answer slash worst answer in the world. Because... you acknowledge the fact that it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I mean, I like know this, that none this, of my stuff makes no. sense. Wait. I think okay. you got to wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you how this started. So this morning I got a Snapchat from one of my really good friends, Mel, and she was in the car, taking her own car through the car wash, and she captioned it like, when the car wash gives you serious anxiety, and I Snapchatted her back, and I said, the car, what are you a dog the car wash gives you anxiety and she said yeah it get really i feel like i'm suffocating i get claustrophobic and i was like oh okay and then i started thinking about it and i'm like that's such a weird thing to be anxious about and then i thought well allison your weird thing's a little bit weirder <laughs> so uh megan was like well what do you get anxious about <laughs> I get, like, you can tell my voice, like, I get uncomfortable. You're, like, getting, like, uncomfortable talking about it. <laughs> I know. So, um, ever ever since I was younger, I have a very um, uncomfortableness towards um, amputees and people with amputations. <laughs> I kind of understand where you're coming from, only because if I know I'm being inappropriate. Because when I see... Anybody with anything amputated, I immediately want to go, what happened? And that's not of my business. <laughs> and I get that. Like, I really get that. But I also want to be like, but can I look at it? And then you, and then as an adult, because you know, like, don't be rude. As an adult, you're like actively trying to look away, which is more obvious than yeah, anything yeah, else. Yeah. So you're actively like, I'm avoiding this. I'm an adult. I'm not asking you. I'm not looking. Oh. Which then... Everybody can sense it that this is coming off of you and just is emanating. Well, and and I know, and I, I said this earlier, like, I know these people can't help it. I know, obviously, something traumatic had to have happened to you. But, like, what happened, though? Yeah, like, obviously, something bad happened to you for this to happen. But I, I, I don't know what it is. I get, like, really uncomfortable and I get anxious when I see them and 
I just, I don't know. And it's weird and it doesn't make sense, but I just, and my friends know about it too. And so if we're like walking down the street <laughs> and there's someone coming down the street with maybe a, a ghost limb and <laughs> they will actively like point it out or they'll say, they won't be like pointed out to the person, but they'll like they'll whisper like, in my ear be like, Allison, look at that guy. Allison, look, at, look over there. And I'm like, I can't and I feel bad it's like one of those things where I get anxious and uncomfortable but at the same time I'm also feeling guilty for feeling anxious and uncomfortable because I just I know they can't help it quick question what happens if Frank loses legs it's done (laughs) I will not be able to sleep in the same bed as him like what if it oh my god this is the person you genuinely want to spend the rest of your life with I couldn't I could not do it I I I, know. <laughs> I think we learned how much you don't love Frank. No, I. <laughs> I would try to live with it, but I think you'd have to. We'd have to get separate beds because I couldn't sleep. So would you even have intercourse? No, oh, uh, no, no. I couldn't. Oh if it's my a god. Lip, oh, I think it would be worse if it was an arm. Ooh. The arms are the the arms are the worst for me. I just I always just get nosy and I want to go. What Cause, happened? Because legs sometimes I I if you're wearing long pants. It doesn't really bother me because I can't tell, but the arms get me. Stop. Stop. And I am going to apologize right now to everyone listening. If you know someone, if you are someone, I know it's not your fault. You're a great person. You can do anything that I can do. And you know you're terrible. And I know I'm a terrible person. (laughs) And I probably will avoid you <laughs> you're sped i'm awful. kidding i won't avoid you i'll just you'll be able to tell i'm uncomfortable but here's the thing that that's where my inappropriateness comes through because i immediately go well what's the story <laughs> that's the difference between you and us like we just get super uncomfortable and nervous and you're just like oh what's going on over there? I'm like how many fingers did you lose what happened i remember one time i i man, worked with a girl whose mom was in a, a, a horrific car accident but she had her it was like the middle of summer she had her arm out the window or whatever <gasps> just wait it's not that bad uh but she was getting in a, a car accident and her car was flipping and she freaked mm-hmm. and the first thing she did was grab the roof of her car and the car rolled over on her hands and she lost some of the fingers. And she would, like, come in and she'd be like, look at it. And I'd be like, yes! <laughs> and like, what happened? She walked in and all these people were like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, what happened? Well, she totally told the story, too. She was like, I lost him in a car accident. <laughs> I, I, had like, I, a, like you. I had a principal um, when I went to Catholic school. It was a nun that was our principal. Mm-hmm. And she had her ring no her middle finger on her right hand was like half gone so it was a a little half finger and I got in trouble a lot as a kid so I was called down to her office one time and she was like getting very upset with me and she (laughs) slapped her hand down on her desk and was like you need to listen to me and she slapped down the hand with the half finger and I think that's where a lot of this started (laughs) You're being scared of the nun disciplining you. Well, because it was like, she slapped it it down. And of course, we're all like, I was in like third, fourth grade. And so we were all, we're sitting around being like, how do you think she lost it? Do you think she flipped off the priest and he cut it off? Like, you know, we're, because it was her middle finger. So we're making up all these stupid stories. And, but I, I definitely think that was one of the triggering moments of this fear. Honestly, that's a pretty traumatic experience. It makes sense. Yeah. 
So Kelly, what are you afraid of? <laughs> Literally, you don't want me to get into it. Um, it has I, to be weird, though. Everything I'm afraid of is very weird, I feel like. Like, I'm... The most recent one I could think of is that leprechaun on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> like, it was this little, like, little dude in a... No, no. It he was, was an a, old man. It was an old man oh. who was, like, 5'4". Oh. It wasn't a little no, person. <laughs> he was smaller than me, and I'm 5'3". The face was... His head... His face was in the hat, babe. Oh, well, either way, this little leprechaun was <laughs> like, okay, hold was on. Let me, me... let me explain this. There's a leprechaun costume. Mm-hmm. It was like a little gnome and then this giant hat. He was sitting out of the top of the hat. The The face was around his belt area and he was walking around and Kelly and was very freaked out. So it was not, it, it was not a very small person. It was just like an old man. Oh. He was like 80 years old though. But he was creepy. He was creepy. No, he seriously wouldn't leave me alone and he kept coming, like he was actively coming near me, okay? So and not inactively coming near you, actively. Actively <laughs> trying to piss me off. Right. And doesn't take much, by the way. Can no, you hear her tone change when I, when I call her out? No, seriously, it pisses me off when the little sucker kept coming near me and and finally I was just like, I get so uncomfortable. I literally got so uncomfortable. I had to go stand in the corner away from him and like barricade myself in this corner for him to get away. And I was like, and finally he came over to me and I was like, if you come over to me one more time, I swear to God, I'm going to punch you in the face. And then he didn't come near me anymore. Is that when you used me as the drunk shield? You weren't there. You weren't. We were was, gone. Yeah, we you guys were gone. I was, I was at, I, it was when I came back for the night and- so is this like a, is this a fear of, like, is is this how you are with all people in costumes or was it just him? Like, are I don't, you afraid of mascots and that kind of thing? No, no. But like, are you? I think it's just like, that was situational. <laughs> um, But I also am really scared of clown, like, but that's not weird. Like, I'm scared of a lot of things that aren't weird, but I'm, people kind of think this one's weird. I'm scared of holes. So like. No, you saw that on Facebook. No, dude. I'm fucking like that shit freaks me out. Oh, we hit the trigger. No, man. She's hitting every you syllable hear... of the curse word. My ex-boyfriend knew I hated them and after we broke up, he sent me a picture of holes and goes, "I saw these and thought about you." How romantic. He's cute. He's a keeper. Circle back to that one. I'm good on that. But anyways, I I'm scared of everything. I mean, there's I'm scared of fish. I'm scared of <laughs> Like, that's actually my biggest fear. My all-time biggest fear is fish. fish. Yeah. What about, fi- like, like, eating fish? Like, no, like, I don't. I Touching don't, fish? I, I don't swim with fi- in waters that have fish. So, so I haven't. Every, t- every body of water that is in a pool, you don't swim in? Yeah. You don't go in ponds like you don't or go lakes? In, nope. I go up until, like, mid-shin. Mid-shin. <laughs> that's like a foot of water. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's as far as I go. The ocean? Nope. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely. That's never been a thing I was afraid of, like water or fish or anything. I used to not be. You know, I used to not be. You know what I'm genuinely afraid of? Being alone in a pool. I feel like I'm going to get sucked down the filter at the bottom. <laughs> genuinely, I won't be in a pool alone. I don't really swim much, so but that's not the, the problem. what's the difference if someone's in there with you? Uh, like they'll how- get sucked in, not me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that Obviously. Makes okay, yeah, yeah. Totally. Makes a sense. lot more sense. Yeah. Because the whole thing is very rational. Yeah. But if I'm alone, then it's me. I bu- okay, yeah. I have a lot of irrational fears. No. Kellyanne, you don't say. 
Yeah. I am genuinely afraid of the dark. I get uncomfortable. Like No, I'm terrified. (laughs) Yesterday, so (laughs) my boyfriend that I live with was gone, and I was in our house by myself last night. And I was on FaceTime with him because he was telling me about his day or whatever. And uh, I'm walking around the house getting ready for bed, literally flip light, flip light. And he goes, are you literally turning off every, did you have every light on in the house? I was like, yep, like room four, light off, room six, light off. See, no, that draws, like if intruders are going to come into your house, that draws like more attention, I feel like. I know it doesn't, but in my mind, I feel like. If my entire house is lit up and then there's this little old me, they're just staring at me and I can't see out because it's light in the house. So they're just going to see me and they're like, oh, I'm going to come kill you. <laughs> Wait, <What? I'm> sorry. <laughs> Are you <laughs> saying with the lights on it attracts intruders more? Yeah, that's how my head works. Do you think people are just sitting outside your house staring yes, at I you? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. I have like, I've always been really scared. Like we had a peeping Tom in my neighborhood when we were younger. Gross. And he, no, he, like, did some damage in our neighborhood. And so, like, I've always had, like, really, like, I don't, I'm scared of windows. So, like, I don't, this is, we, no, I, I, I'm, like, I'm genuinely. I'm laughing because I understand. I'm <laughs> genuinely of scared of windows. And, like, I always have to, like, I'm okay at my apartment now because I'm on, like, the second, like, right. they can't get up there. So, I mean, they could, but. They have a ladder. <laughs> Nails it, <laughs> or the will to jump, or a crane. <laughs> but so I'm okay with that. But even like in high school, or like the whole time I was living at my parents' house, like the windows did not open in my bedroom. Never. My bed was always on the opposite end. Like it was. And, See, I knew this topic would get her talking. <laughs> oh, I have some weird fears, man. What are what other than the dark? What about you, Megan? Me? Yeah. How much? Nothing. Not really. Nothing weird. No, unusual. It's darkness and spiders. Other than that, oh, okay. my house is haunted. Well, how that. do you feel about something that makes me really uncomfortable? How do you feel about fingernails on guys? <laughs> it doesn't I've, I've never I've thought twice. Yeah, where are you going with this? Okay, <laughs> something that makes me really uncomfortable is when guys have longer fingernails. You know what they call those? Coke nails. Yeah. No, that's just when the pinky finger is or, longer. Or you know, all of them. Okay, well, it makes me More really, really, really uncomfortable because I start thinking dirty thoughts and think about, what? okay, think about if a guy was doing some deeds on you and they have that long ass fingernail. Kelly, why are you who even? Who thinks about this stuff? I, th- my mind is insane. I think about really weird stuff. You think about very sexual stuff. Yeah, you. Not, I'm actually now more uncomfortable that you brought that up. No, it's not that I. There's many reasons I think about the fingernails thing, but that's just one of them. I've never thought twice about anyone's <laughs> fingernails. I do not care. Yep. Me so neither. it wouldn't be a turnoff if you met a guy with long fingernails. Like, how long are you talking? Like, if I'm doing a dude with nails that long, he's clearly homeless, and I've got other issues. <laughs> Yeah, we got to help him. <laughs> or he's a coke addict and I should not be dating him. Like, I saw a guy with really long fingernails this weekend and I was just... Was it Philip? Oh, dude, I can't get started on that. Philip has... He has hair. really long fingernails. The grossest. Any other fears you have before we wrap this up? <laughs> I'll be here all night, so we're good. <laughs> good. <laughs> this is my favorite. Good. Uh, fingernails. <laughs> I'm scared of fingernails. Are you scared of grass? No, I just don't like it. 
Jesus. What do you like? Food, alcohol, <laughs> dogs, candy. <laughs> cute things, like cute little animals. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anything else? What about cute little animals who have long fingernails? <laughs> I'm good with it. I'm fine. You're fine with that? Yeah. You're good with that. What? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, man. Like a little... Listen, okay, I... Like a raptor claw? I am well aware that I have really irrational... Like, I know that it's stupid, but I can't help it. I can't! (laughs) (laughs) If you could see the looks, like, are are you sure, though? Fingernails? (laughs) That one should be top of the list to remove. I'm just going to randomly send you fingernail videos now. I will literally send you... amputees (laughs) amputees <laughs> okay touche oh, this is gonna be bad we should have talked about this but also i'm pretty glad i have both your fears now in my back pocket i'm gonna throw you in a pool by yourself next time i see you i'm not really afraid of that it's fine in the dark it's called with a spider it's called like the spider is a genuine fear that's, just, <laughs> that's messed up you've crossed the line all right uh carry on what'd you learn today What'd you just call me? Kellyanne. It sounded like you said, Carrie Ann, what'd you learn today? Kellyanne and Ava. <laughs> I was going to say that. Kellyanne, what'd you learn today? Um, I learned that Allison does not like people who have had traumatic things happen to them. That is that not is what I said. Clearly <laughs> what, what you have learned. I'm just kidding. No, makes sense. Makes sense. Where can people follow you? At High Kells. Okay. Jesus. Allison, what'd you learn today? <laughs> Uh, I learned that um, we shouldn't talk about fears in front of Kellyanne because it will eat up the entire podcast. I'm literally just going to be thinking about my fears for the entire rest of today. I want you to make a list and next Monday we can go quickly through them. So every time you think of a fear that you have, write it down. Okay, I'll do that. Because I think this could be fun. The uh, random stuff that yeah. Kellyanne is afraid of. Yeah. Where can people follow you, Allison? Uh, at A-L-I-S-O-N-J-M-C-D-O-N-A-L-D. Oh, my God. You're the worst. <laughs> that was like a cheer. A-L-S. Okay. Right, we'll be back next Monday. I'm Megan Mick. Follow me at Megan underscore Mick. We'll be back next Monday. Bye. Bye-bye.